Hey everybody, Frank Finance here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. AMC has drawn a lot of attention over the last two years as they almost went into bankruptcy and they had incredible highs and they've been dropping down to lower lows. Now, one of the things I've been preaching for many years now, almost since the beginning, is that AMC is not really investable since they diluted themselves and took on additional debt. I wanna go through my DCF model and show you some of the different scenarios why that is the case and then I want to just do best case scenario on what AMC. So all I can do it kind of lay the basically lay the foundation, show you different scenarios and let it all be fair game. That way people can see it. Now, one of the things before I continue moving forward is I like to do this type of stuff to say, look, there's a lot of people out there saying AMC is the thing. And they've been saying it for a long time. Look at where it's gotten you thus far. Sure, if you got in around $2, I did myself, and I sold around four or five bucks, made some quick wins. But quickly, once I saw that they weren't worth that much anymore, I made videos and I told people they weren't worth it. People hang on, hang, hung on and kept saying AMC to the moon, AMC to the moon. I understand the folks who have the memes, it's okay, and it's okay to do that. But at some point, you have to look at the valuations, you have to look at reality, and see what AMC can actually do with the business that they are in. And so, here is the actual fundamentals of what's going on. So without any further ado, let's jump into it. All right, so jumping into my DCF model for AMC. First, I'm gonna go over some of the inputs before we get to the output. Now the output values that we're gonna be looking at is the DCF value, discounted free cash flow model, and the EBITDA multiple. Now, right now, the biggest things weighing in on this valuation is the net debt, which is extremely high at the moment. We'll talk about this, and this is one of the biggest reasons why AMC right now is uninvestable from my opinion. The next input is this current shares outstanding. Please keep in mind that their shares outstanding went from around 90 to 100 million shares up to where they're currently at around 500 million shares. So extreme dilution over a really like a six month time window, really bad for shareholders there. Now in 2021, they had 2.5 billion in revenue. I'm giving a very, very bullish case here of 100% revenue gain up to $5 billion um, in 2022. For EBITDA, I have them at 657 and free cash flow at 202 with a discount rate of 10, which again could be considered really good for them, considering that, you know, honestly, it could be higher. Now, next thing is long term growth, growth rate at 4%, which again, I think is also very high for them as well. Um, a few things, the EBITDA multiple I have for them is at 12. I'm going to make some changes here and show you some of the other inputs that have to do with EBITDA and free cash flow. A couple special considerations before I get there. Again, previous free cash flow and EBITDA ratios are set. See the chart below. And the shares outstanding increased from this number from 2020 to 2021. Now, lastly, again, this EBITDA ratio and free cash flow ratio are things that Again, I feel like I've been fairly um, relaxed on giving them. Um, again, looking at their EBITDA ratios over the last few years, go ahead and take that. You can see that they've been negative. They've been negative over those two years as well. So I had them blanked out. But taking the average of that, you can see that their ratio has been going down over the last few years. That has been the trend. And the free cash flow ratio also has been trending down. Um, Lastly, um, you'll see that what I did was for free cash flow ratio, I went ahead and had it going up through 2022 to 2026, as well as the free cash flow. 
uh, or the EBITDA ratio also had that going up. So those two things play a positive factor into it. From a growth rate perspective, I already mentioned that I'd have them growing at 100% for 2022, which right now it doesn't look like they're going to be able to hit that. I made this in early 2020 or late 2021 um, with the bull case trying to convince some of the folks who had a bullish scenario, a bullish case for AMC to try to come to my side on the bullish case, um, but or the bearish case, but um, I, haven't, I don't think I've convinced many people yet, but I'm going to continue trying because I really want to pull, pull people away from um, what I deem as some of the crazy, more radical ideas of what valuations and what AMC can realistically do without a unsubstantiated rise like we saw in AMC before. So continue on with this logic is if they had 100% gain, which doesn't look like they're going to, and they increased 5% over the next the following four years, They'd have revenues of six billion dollars, which again they haven't done that. Um, they haven't done that in many, many years. Haven't I don't think they've done it ever. And the highest they did was in 2019 at 5.4. They could get close to five, but are they going to get the EBITDA and free cash flow? I think that is where I'm more concerned right now. If we look at their financial performance or their uh, earnings release from Q1. You can see that their EBITDA improved but they had a loss of 61.7 and free cash flow is in here somewhere um, let me just check it out real quick free cash flow of negative 329.8 so if they're going to have free cash flow anywhere close to this 202 they're going to have to turn that around pretty early on in the second quarter in order to um, offset three negative 300 and they're also going to have to come in pretty heavy on the EBITDA in the future quarters through Q2 through Q4 in order to offset that negative 60 to get up to 600, 657 million EBITDA in 2022. From a revenue perspective, let me just look at that real quick. They had 785.7. So if you annualize that, that's getting closer to what is that? 200, yeah, 2.8 billion. Um, that's far off from what I have calculated here. Um, even looking at some of the revenue estimates that I think have been updated here recently, um, they have them at 4.36 billion for 2022 with a high of 4.71. So in my model, it's higher than you know any of the analyst expectations out there. So again, how likely is that? It's probably not likely at all. But again, trying to be more bullish in this case, um, to try to pull people more into my bearish uh, bearish camp. So um, so those are some of the inputs. Those are some of the main things. So again, EBITDA needs to be, um, EBITDA needs to improve. Free cash flow needs to also improve. Now, let's say 2022 is going to be a wash. 2023 moving forward, they're basically going to recover. All right. Let's say that they continue to rise. After that, they're going to basically get back to where they were in 2019. And from there, they'll continue to improve about 5% every year, getting up to $6 billion in 2026. So even if they don't execute in 2022, is it, is it likely that they might be able to get back where they were in 2019? I think the answer is, yeah, that's that's probably realistic and um, you know not too far-fetched, right? I don't think that's too crazy. It looks like the movie industry is, is starting to come back. Um, we're see, starting to see some pretty good revenues in theaters. I don't think any of that's crazy or unheard of. 
I think the thing that we really need to pay attention to and what is really driving down this model is the net debt, as I mentioned earlier. The net debt is extremely, extremely hard on AMC. Um, even with their shares outstanding, watch this. Even if we reset this back to where it was prior to the pandemic, just because they have this current shares outstanding, so, 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 I mean, I mean, Basically, the problem here is, again, you still saw this go negative. And the problem is, is because we have enterprise value minus our net debt is giving us a negative valuation of the company. So let me get rid of those. And then what we're going to do is let's just imagine that net debt was zero. They had equal, equal current, uh, equal um, cash and cash equivalents, long term investments and basically current long term debt and uh uh, current long-term debt were basically zero as well there or they negated each other and let's just say it was zero okay so we're just going to zero these things out here so our net debt is zero and that gives us with the current shares outstanding a dcf of seven dollars and 89 cents and an EBITDA multiple of 12.71 cents and that gives and that's an EBITDA multiple of 12 so if you change that to 10 it's a little bit lower around ten dollars a share again that's at their current shares outstanding. If they hadn't changed anything at all and they had net debt, the DCF would be 34 and 46. We're not even close to that, okay? Because again, we have these current shares outstanding that are much, much higher. It's gonna be very expensive to get rid of that. Um, they don't have the, they, I mean, unless they're going to dilute shareholders, that's eh, not gonna happen. Um, they're not going to be able to uh, have share buybacks um, unless their shares really drop into less than a dollar. They're going to have a really, really hard time getting rid of these uh, these shares at the, how high they are. Now, lastly, um, it's so strange. My Internet connection keeps dropping. So lastly, the thing is that's, that's interesting is, again, this net debt, if it is if it is anywhere close to uh you know where it is they're gonna have a really hard time so um, all that being said is right now I cannot recommend um, AMC in any any regard um, if if you were to consider them at any rate it would need to be closer to under two or three dollars a share um, I think they're currently trading around fourteen dollars a share there's a ton of risk in AMC sure there could be another meme run could there sure there could be another um, whatever, I, I don't know what these guys are coming up with these days for AMC and the bull, the bull case for it. But when you, when you start to look at their numbers, when you look at what's projected moving forward, how they're going to turn the company around, um, those things are all great. And it does look like AMC is going to recover. The biggest problem is their debt load. How are they going to get rid of the debt load? It's going to take many, many years for that debt load to even get close to it based off of the free cash flow that we're looking at here. Free cash flow of, you know, look at look at their history of free cash flow, look at the projection of free cash flow. It's gonna take many, 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 many years before they even take a dent at that debt. Um, even a reduction of one or $2 billion in debt over the course of the next five years is still gonna have them at a negative net um, uh, a value. So the, the again, problem here is debt, AMC uninvestable at this at the time. If you like this type of content, please consider subscribing. I do videos on personal finance, investing, and stock analysis. My name is Frank, Frank Finance.